He's just a hack. He's just an absolute hack. And he gets his ass kicked by his teammates every week. It's just, you know, it's terrible. It's just terrible. Welcome back to Hack City. I'm Joe DeLeon here, as always, former teammate, former roommate from the University of Rhode Island. We are recapping action from FCS football week one, coming immediately after the outcome of the very unexpected blowout between Jackson State and FAMU. We're going to be talking about a, a couple of these key games, also some quick takeaways from the week, the games that we're going to be covering, William & Mary versus Campbell, uh, North Dakota State versus Eastern Washington, and then as I mentioned, we're going to talk about that Jackson State versus Campbell game. Uh, Sean, I know that we literally just did the live stream for the FBS games, but how are you doing? Yeah, man, doing good. I love when my computer resets, and I love when I shake my mic so violently that I got to make sure my XLR cable is back in. <laughs> Thanks, Baylor. Hopefully, I, I don't know if I, I don't know if any. Uh, don't, uh, wait, wait, wait. I'm cutting you off. I'm cutting you off. You're not. I'm not letting you get worked up again. Ruin the tone of the show. We're in a good Jackson mood here. State hurt me today. Jackson State hurt me. Did I'm you not bet gonna, on? I'm not, did you bet I on? Know, no, I picked them in FC estimates. Oh, and you flip flopped. I think and took. Fan I did. U. I did. I did flip flop. You're a coward. You're, I don't know if I can allow flip flopping. You, you, you just, you're a coward. Oh, my shoulder just popped. That was yeah. weird. Um, nice. I, I, I did flip flop, so and it rough. was <laughs> that that felt really weird. My nerve <laughs> in my shoulder just popped. That was really weird. I did flip flop, and I'm glad that I flip flopped. And I was right. I actually checked this. I thought I ranked Jackson State at the beginning of the season. I'm glad I didn't. Uh, fam, you deserve to be ranked, and I think that might actually move them up in my poll because of the way that they played. Yeah, uh, I mean, we're submitting our or tallying our new rankings tonight after this. Yeah, not going to bury the lead of the 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 poll show or the ballot show, whatever we're calling it, because uh, we still have to do that. But you know, might be a, Jackson State might be in the chopping block. You got to make it more competitive. Twenty eight to ten is tough, especially uh, yeah. after. Week one or week zero when we were like, yeah, look at this. And now it's, oh, I don't know. What happened? Why'd this happen? Yeah, the, the they looked so good against South Carolina State. We're going to get to that in a second. It just um, might be the season for them. It just might be the season for them. Uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm hoping that they can rebound. And then that was just a blip on the radar for a rocky game. There was some special teams woes, man. It was – we're going to talk about that in a quick second. But – um. Before we do, though, can you just quickly share with our listeners a uh, word from Bet Online? Yeah, I'd love to. Uh, Bet Online, that's where you should be placing your wagers. Don't talk to me about your golf bets. Don't talk to me about your soccer bets, your baseball bets. Maybe we can talk when the playoffs start. Maybe you can sneak a word in on a Tuesday or a Wednesday. But it's football season. We're talking mm. football betting. Don't bother me with the other stuff. Don't tell me that some teams in the NBA are starting their preseason this month. I saw you trying to do that. I don't care. Football <laughs> season's here. Tell me what bets you like for the week. I'll take them all. I like it. I like hearing what our listeners are taking, especially if they're taking them in bet online. You get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for football. That They have all the sports if you like that, but if you're listening to this show, football. BetOnline continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use promo code BLEAVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, you should know that by now, for fifty for your 50% uh, welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. Don't talk to me about Everton versus Man City. Oh, yeah, get that out of here. Don't do it. I no don't care. I don't care. Tottenham Hotspur, right. don't care. 
nowhere near my 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 realm or circle of attention. You need better friends. Um, we though are paying attention to. We're talking about FCS football here on the show. Quick notes though to start off, and we kind of usually do this where peek at the box scores, the games that we maybe didn't get eyes on, but just a quick thought here on a couple of things. One, Nichols plays South. Uh, South geez, wow, I can't talk. Just did two shows in a row. Nichols played Sac State really close, 42 yeah. to 38. That was not an outcome I thought was going to happen. I don't know if I might bump down Sac State a little bit. We'll see, but that was that was pretty pretty unexpected. Yeah, uh, it was it was a, a hard game. Nichols went out and played like they knew they were trying to prove something against a highly ranked team uh, from the media. I mean, mm-hmm. a turnover. Pat McQuaid threw a pick. He still, you know, I, I, you need more completions. He was fifteen for twenty nine. Uh, they ran the ball okay. Uh, Nichols did ninety seven yards, but Sacramento State picked up where they left off with their rushing attack. Carry the ball 49 times for 185 yards and three touchdowns. Their average a little bit lower than normal, 3.8. But Sac State is, I don't think I, I I don't think I can move them that much. They had a good, they had a good game. Sean, again, I I said this in the off season. I love when I say we're gonna quickly go through these, and I got the full game recap. I love it. Thank you for giving me the full. (laughs) Of course. Oh well, this next one is gonna be more fit and full than the the previous. Rhode Island almost upset Georgia State, and they were robbed on a very late measurement by the the chain gang. I don't know. That one really stung. They covered and they played really well. They made a couple sloppy mistakes, and I think they could have been better in some key spots. But uh, nonetheless, hard fought battle. Sucks to see them lose. Yeah, I was on a uh, group FaceTime call with some Rhode Island football players and teammates because Joe decided he was done talking to me on the phone. So I, I, I you got were the crew spoiling together. The, the the Florida uh, I thought, Utah I thought game. streaming was better. Why, why, where, why was, was why wasn't I invited onto the this? Because you hung either. up on me. You said you didn't want to be. I said I'm going to watch this game. You could have still texted me and said, "Hey, you want to get on this FaceTime?" Now I see how it is. You know, you don't like me. It was me, Keith, and Miles, and then uh, and then we were just you know watching the game, having a good time. Maybe don't it's hang fine. up on your friends because because cable's better than streaming. It's fine. Some of the old, more of the older players that we didn't play with reach out to me and text me. So I was talking to them during the game. So that's, oh oh, that's oh yeah, yeah, Anthony Garrow. No, I wasn't talking to Anthony Garrow. I was talking to some other people that you don't. Who know. Who are you talking to? Who are you? Talking don't worry to? about it. Don't worry about no, it. I'll no, tell no, you no, 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 no. Who are you talking to? No, no, no. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I was talking to my guy. I was talking to my guy Rodney, man. I was talking to Rodney. You don't know Rodney. I I I met Rodney this offseason at the Senior Bowl. He's a former Rhode Island football player. Me and him talk all the time. We were texting. Where the hell is Rodney? Rodney Chance. He's an agent. He's in the sports business. What, what class was he? Uh, I think he was two years before us, before we even got there. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, you can have Keith and Miles. I will. Um, <laughs> Enjoy uh, Rodney. The the next one, uh, the next one, pray for Portland State. I wrote this down very succinctly. Man, that was brutal. 81 to 7 against Oregon. Holy crap, that was a beatdown. No, uh, no other additional thoughts. First Portland State mentioned on the show, tough one to be mentioned for. 81 to 7. Eh, I mean, also, you could fill in a couple other teams for the beatdowns, but yeah, it is what it is. Um Morgan State stuns Richmond. I said this going into the season that Richmond, oh my God, long touchdown for LSU to start the game. Oh no, he got pulled up. I'm sorry. This is a terrible idea that we're recording this while this game's going on. It's all good. It's all good. Morgan State 
comes out swinging and really stuns Richmond. I said that they were overrated, 17 to 10 victory. Heck of a performance by that team. Really, really big win. Yeah, uh, you can't lose to Morgan State if you're Richmond. And if that sounds harsh to the Morgan State fans and the inequities of FCS football, so be it. If you're Richmond and people are believing in you and you've had success in the past, you don't lose to Morgan State. You don't do it. You lose to other CAA teams. If you're going to lose to a team in Maryland, you lose to Towson. That's who you lose to. You don't lose to Morgan State. Don't do it. You should never lose to a team where I played travel baseball games at, at their campus. If I was on your campus, what? And I was playing travel baseball games there. You should beat that team. That's VMI. New take. You should beat them. You should be, look all over the place. These are teams you should beat. That's a new take. Not one that I was expecting. Uh, Austin P man. I'm kind of, this is partially a victory lap. One of those teams that people are like, Hey, why didn't you rank them? Oh, they lost 49 to 23 against SIU. Austin P is not very good. They also should not move up. It's not a move up team. That's a team that stays at the FCS. Yeah. The, uh, the sock Lukies strike early. Uh, have you been getting tagged in that yet this year? Not yet. I am waiting for it let's get that uh, going let's get that going because <laughs> joe is gonna there's gonna be a game where joe picks against siu and i like that bit because it's, it's, a good the, bit. it's just the revenge of the sakluki last one something that uh i'm currently oh. going viral for idaho state had the most hilarious they played a really good game against san diego state um one of the most hilarious things ever they tried to post a, a highlight from the game they since took it down but the screenshot lives forever uh, they posted a highlight from StreamEast.io. The funniest part about this is I posted this, and you know I got like the Sickos committee like and the Reddit CFB quote tweet from it. But one of the first five people to like it was Coach Eck, Idaho's head coach. <laughs> that I was like, what? <laughs> coach Eck, what are we? What? <laughs> he didn't know. Uh, he did. There's no way. Look, nah, Coach Jack was was getting a laugh out of that. That what is, the that is hell. hilarious. Yeah, you, oh, you gotta have an infrastructure. You gotta have an infrastructure. You gotta have somebody with the actual stream of the game. Um, almost, you almost have to credit Stream East for being able to pick up that game themselves. <laughs> it was on CBS. It was on CBS Sports. It was I a hate, watchable game. I, I, I the hate problem the, is, wait, wait. Yeah. The problem is, is if you if you don't have access to the game. Don't post clips. Just post updates on the game. That was the mistake that they they ran into. Yeah, you got your mouse cursor on the middle of the field. People are going to be able to do it pretty quickly. It's a pretty <laughs> we're out. It's just only college football that happens. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, no shot at them. I just thought that that was just so perfect. That was so perfect for the start of the FCS season. All right, let's talk about these big games. First off, William and Mary versus Campbell, uh, thirty-four to twenty-four. I think this score is a little deceptive because I watched this game, Sean, and or I watched the the, the recap of this game. William and Mary played was this game was close at the beginning. It was like 14-14 at one point, and then yeah. eventually they pulled away. They had some really nice red zone touchdowns. They had a lot of big splash plays. Uh, they had this really fun play where Yoder took a snap, uh, at, you know, in the Wildcat direct snap, and just rammed it right up into the in, into the end zone. Heck of a play. That was fun to watch. And they were up 34 to 17, and then there was just a late garbage time touchdown. So, like, I, it looks like a 10 point game on paper. It looks closer than it was. 
But this was a pretty defiant, easy victory. William and Mary's not a, we're going to hang 50 on your team. We're no. going to grind you out. And they scored a late touchdown against probably some backups. So I'm not worried about William and Mary at all. Yeah, I think I texted you or DM'd you when it was 24 to 14. And I said, ah, yeah. well, Campbell, Campbell's kind of hanging in there. You know, that's not a, you know, welcome to the CAA became, wow. You know, you're, you're at least making it pretty respectable uh, on your end. But what, I mean, the, the numbers say it all for the grind you out, Joe. Uh, 270 yards on the ground for William & Mary on 46 carries. Two touchdowns there. Longest run of the night, 21 yards. So they're not going to be huge splash plays. And then two lost fumbles from Campbell. That hurts you. That's going to suck the momentum out. And then let's just chalk that up to another three points. We could. It's still a, a, a pretty good victory for William & Mary. But some meat left on the bone for Campbell mm. for sure. But I think that you can have some optimism that if Campbell plays this way against other CAA teams, maybe teams in the three or four to eight region, we got some good, we got some really good games coming out of this team. We have some competitive games to expect after this. Because you could say this is a score for any team that's playing William Mary this year in the CAA. You could say 34 to 24, William Mary wins. That makes sense to me. That makes sense to me versus Delaware, Stony Brook, Villanova, uh, NCANT, everybody that makes sense. So not a bad showing for Campbell. Yeah, that, that's kind of the last piece here. Uh, I give a, a lot of credit to Campbell for the way that they played. Like that is, I know that they lost by 10 points and they were down by 17 at one point, but like hard fought. They had, they played them close at the beginning of this game. Like I, I give Campbell. Yeah, I, I think that, see, here's the thing, and this is kind of my final take on this. I think they fit very nicely in the CAA because CAA teams are gritty and CAA teams are chaotic where a team, a mid-tier or low-tier team in the CAA could upset you on any given week. So uh, very, very fitting for for playing in this conference. I dug it. Jackson State FAMU, Sean. Man, I, I put this game on and right off the jump, uh, FAMU runs back a kick and, oh, God, man, I was so disappointed with this game. I really thought – and. Dude, I th- we like we we really broadcasters jinx, like the way that. Oh yeah, Jason Brown we didn't look it. that good. That's on me. Um, that's, Florida that's on State, you. Florida A and M, sorry, deserves to be ranked in the top twenty. Um, I really really liked what I got from them. They capitalized on a lot of mistakes that happened for Jackson State. I think that there is a lot that needs to be worked on. I don't think it's impossible for them to recover and finish with two to three losses this year. I think it's completely doable, but they need to turn around. And like the 28 to 10 win does on paper does not look as ugly as it sounds, but there was a point where I think it was like 28 to three or might've even been more than that. Yeah. Um, third quarter, 28 to three. It actually was 28, nothing at halftime. Uh, yeah. And I, I, I didn't catch the very end of this game, but I caught most of it. Um, Zion McDonald ended up playing some relief for Jason Brown, and he actually had a pretty good performance stepping in, 10 for 14, 149 yards and a touchdown. But, man, it's just it's kind of like where do you go from here for Jackson State? Yeah, the Florida A&M defense should get some props. I know we previewed them. They had a pretty uh, – the, the nickname that you brought up was fantastic for them. Uh, but two fumbles recovered. Was. Two fumbles recovered. That's that's massive. That's two possessions you're taking away. And just like Campbell, we're looking at it. The two teams that lost so far, two turnovers. That's what you got. Two fumbles, 
two turnovers, two more possessions for Florida A&M to be able to capitalize. They did. They did a good job. And I think I warned about the emotional dump after having such a, a massive week one high expectation victory yeah. where it's it's congratulations. You did it. You worked all off season for it. You grinded. You deserve to celebrate. You deserve it. But the investment level can be compromised at times where you then you, 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 you don't take things lightly, but you should you shouldn't feel like it's a full sigh of relief. Like there should still be something there saying next week, next week. Got to get going. Mm. Not, oh, we just got past this. Good. Well, OK, cool. And you got past it. New coach, new, new team, brand new team. You got past it. Huge emotional dump. Let's see what let's see what Colorado does next week, because it could be similar. It could be similar to see emotional dump after that. Maybe a little different. I think Dion has those guys locked in. I think TC Taylor tried yeah. to have those guys locked in, but you can't take away the 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 the, the mental aspect of having a, a game in week one with that much consequence because you're going to be judged on it for the rest of the season. The last part of this too, and it's kind of like what we expected when we previewed this game. FAMU is just a really well coached, well rounded yeah. team, and. The big thing here is like I look at the, the, the special team stats, the fact that there was that kickoff return off the jump for a touchdown and then uh, a different punt returner than the kickoff returner, um, Jamarade Sharid, who had three returns for 95 yards and 31.7 yard average. Like that yep. is phenomenal return capabilities. Like they are just so, so well coached on every single level of the football. And the big thing – is on defense too, as as we talked about. Um, last game that we're talking about here, Sean, Eastern Washington versus North Dakota State. North Dakota State does as we expect. They pretty handedly beat Eastern Washington in the fashion that we're used to. 35 to 10. Cole Payton steps in and plays this rotation with Cam Miller, where he just gets a ton of carries. He only threw one pass and it was an incompletion, but he had a bunch of long runs. He had a, a pretty nice day running the football. Tamarick Williams, nice day running the football. They're kind of back, dude. And like, no Hunter Lupke. I'm not going to go as far as to say that like they're going to win a national championship this year. There's still a lot of work that needs to be done. This is against a, a pretty weak Eastern Washington team. But hey, man, like they are grind you out. And one of the things I wrote down is are are they stealing the miss uh, the not Mississippi State, the Montana, Montana State, State strategy with the Sean Chambers uh, um, and Tommy lot, Yeah, Tommy approach Mellott. of like, let's get two guys that can run and one's going to throw the ball a little bit more than the other. They I, that should. feels like what they did. That's what they're doing here. They should adapt. Adapt because you still have the talent. You still have the strength. You still have mm-hmm. top-tier FCS recruits and you have a, a, a really, you know, North Dakota State has proven themselves to be year in and year out. Disciplined, talented, well-coached and effective. And that doesn't mean that you can't adapt, pick up a new scheme, change it up. I mean, their scheme with Trey Lance was different than their, their scheme with Easton stick. It was different than their scheme with Carson Wentz. It it changes. And if, if the new pardon my pro gamer term, if the new meta is what Montana state is doing, I know I I hate that. I'm uh, if if that's the new, if, if that's the new trend and you've seen the success and you say, "Hey, our team is not that different, and, or couldn't, or could has has the potential to see similar results." Go for it. You got strong, fast quarterbacks. 
You got strong, fast running backs. Mix it up. Keep teams on their toes. You can go into 12, 13 formation, grind them down. But if you're going for a championship, look who's really been competing the last couple of years. Mm. Montana State. Go at it. Yeah, North Dakota State. Impressive. Yeah, I think that now that they have that balance, but like here, actually, I, I wouldn't call it a balance. They've got a good one-two punch, and it's kind of yeah. funny to sit here and talk about that with a, you know, it's like a thunder and lightning <laughs> type approach with uh, with your quarterbacks, which you don't really talk about because you know Cam Miller's a little bit smaller, more finesse, and and uh, Cole Payton's you know six three, two thirty, big ass yeah. dude, just going to run you over kind of deal. You bring him in those third and short situations. He is perfect for running a little bit of read options, QB power, which we know that they love to do. Um, I, I think, though, what still needs to be recognized, I, I don't know how I feel how this team can perform on third and long. Like, I need more proof of that because against South Dakota State, when they have to play them, they're going to need to do that. They're going to need to step up and do that. Yeah, that, that's been a concern. I think we, we've been noting that since we attended that marker game a couple years ago. Third and long, yeah, a little bit tricky. Get some re- the receivers have not always been, and I, Christian people are going to say Christian Watson. He was spectacular. Other than that, the receivers have not really been standouts for North Dakota State. They haven't needed to be. They do their jobs very well, but you need somebody that's a little twitchy that can get some separation. Or someone big and tall that you can throw it up to. Gets get get a mix going because third and long, it mm. happens in college football. It's hard to stay away from it. Sean, I'm going to recount FC estimates on the next show before we give our picks on the next show on the preview show. Uh, F, uh, fat stats, though, returns. What do we got for fat stats? Fat stats, a little tough. A lot of FCS versus FBS games uh, this week. So some of the FCS teams didn't do so good. Some some stat lines were a little diminished. Mm. A lot of 36 total rushing yards <laughs> that I saw in the box score. <sighs> Come on, guys. It happens. It happens. We've been there. Uh, we got three here. Three quarterbacks decided to uh, to show out in the Fat Stats debut of 2023. Samford quarterback Michael Ayers, Ayers, 28, mm. for 30, 30, 28 for 35, 375 yards, five touchdowns. Pretty He's good. back, by the way. The, them playing shorter is disgusting. Yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. <laughs> but five touchdowns, that'll get you on Fat Stats. Fordham quarterback C.J. Montez. 24 mm. for 31, 319 yards, five touchdowns. Mm. Five touchdowns will get you on fat stats. Mm. Third. Okay. He's only excited because there's only three. Wait till I got 13 <laughs> cooked up for him. Uh, well, to go. We, there won't be a football game that we're in the middle of trying to watch. For <laughs> <continue>. <laughs> oh, lastly, UNH quarterback Max Brosmer, 19 for 25, 284 yards, five touchdowns. Five touchdowns. Mm. Gets you on fat stats. I think my picks airs. It's yeah. easily airs. Yeah, most touchdowns, and then Brosmer had one more or one less incompletion. Uh, but I think it has to go to airs. Uh, yeah, twenty-eight for thirty-five. Silly stat line. And if you're gonna say that uh, he was cheesing against a bad team, okay, I don't care. Fat stats is what you're gonna fill. Look at what we were doing, Presbyterian, when they were playing and putting up crazy numbers. This is where we play. This is where we're R. at. RIP Presbyterian. That's stats. At Joe DeLeo and at Sanderson Radio. We'll be back. Enjoy the rest of your week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. 
Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.